And I'm Lars. And we are still going through the COVID dance. <laughs> Lars, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I am doing well. I'm actually back at work. I've been back in the office now for about three weeks. It's uh, It's been interesting, you know, not only do we have this COVID pandemic, um, now we have this incredible, you know, movement of people finally realizing that, that things are going wrong in society. And, and you know, it, it's 2020, man, there, it is just, it's making up for all those boring years, I guess, uh, when nothing really happened. But man, it's, um, it's something else. It's, it's been inspiring to see the, the outpouring of of anger and support um Mm -hmm. it's been frustrating to see people not getting it still but it's also been encouraging that that number of people not getting it seems to not be that large and it seems to be decreasing as dwindling yes so like that's inspiring as you said it's yeah um, yeah and you know it's it's one of those things that I, i don't know if you saw minneapolis is disbanding their police department yeah. and elizabeth and i were talking about it and she was like well you know, how they're going to enforce the laws and and how you know how, what does this look like and it's it's not anarchy it's doing things differently mm-hmm. and um camden new jersey is a, a, a great yeah they did that I example that. great example of it where and actually it's funny it was it was something that the wire touched on the show the wire yeah. where the God, cops so good the wire was so good and prescient in that the cop, you know, in, in a certain district in Baltimore, they had beat cops again. Mm-hmm. And like they would yeah. walk the neighborhood and they would introduce themselves to the neighbors and they would be a part of the community. And it wasn't an us versus them. It was how can I be here to serve you? Yeah. And that, that's a that's a thing <clears> that has, I've noted. I've been reading a lot about how it's there is a absurd number of police officers who don't live in the cities that they work for Mm -hmm. and that's been a large portion of it is that they come into that community that they are an outsider to that community which that beat cop thing you know would make more sense to do yeah Um, just it's just it was i don't know it's i mean it's not perfect and it's not something that like everybody has all the answers to right now but the fact that we're all having this dialogue and having this you know answering these questions or talking about these really big issues and asking these questions i think it's important and you know i i i struggle because i as much as i would love to participate in a, a lot of the protests you know we have our kids and i don't feel comfortable bringing them to those because there's still a pandemic going on and and, and our cases are still going up and like as much as i hate to say it kids have been pepper sprayed at these things and i and i can't i can't have that yeah, happen and I, I get that so you know there's but there's other there's there's other ways to support everything i think and that's that's been yeah. that's been my thing is that you know if you can't go that's fine go do something else yes yeah the, the, we can't all occupy the same lanes forever right we, um something that's always stuck with me is when i was in high school because we grew up in in small town maine and it was a lot not necessarily nicer but it was just a, it was a small town and Everyone knew each other. Like, the joke I've been telling people is that there's a million and a half people in Maine, and we all know each other. And when I was in high school, whenever I was hanging out with my friends, I was the one who was always talking to the cops. Mm -hmm. Whenever something came up, because I was tall, articulate, white, generally better dressed, and I was always the one who, like, okay, we're just hanging out here. Like, I remember vividly this one time we were hanging out at a a playground at 3 in the morning because the the, the place we were crashing... The air conditioner had broken. It was in the summer, and so it was untenable to stay in there all day. And this cop rolls up, and it's me and a couple of us, and they look, my, or some of my friends are not as, they're not me. Mm-hmm. They don't have it, and they, the cop asks, well, what are you guys doing? I'm like, well, we're 
hanging out over here. It's just it's super hot in the apart in the the house. The AC broke down. He's like, okay, well, just don't be here in twenty minutes when I come back. Okay. I don't know how that dinner that interaction would have gone had I not been there. Yeah. And that's just because it was we weren't doing anything, but it was still couple of teenagers in a, a playground at three in the morning doesn't look good but because i was able to diffuse that mm-hmm. it went away right yeah and, and it's you know you're right we we, we we grew up kind of apart from this in some sense and you know obviously you and i were product of privilege not to the extent of other people but i mean even then like we all are I don't know. It, it just, I think all, all of this has just made me realize that, like, I think that both of us would count ourselves as very supportive yeah. of, 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 you know, minorities and that we were very liberal thinking and that we're very forward thinking and progressive. But even that isn't enough. Like, it isn't enough to be, of course, this is how things should be. You actually have to take steps to do that, you know, make that happen, either by educating yourself through reading or listening to podcasts or watching, you know, movies, and then spreading that word about that and calling things out. It's not It's not enough to just be passively supportive. The best thing I have seen, the easiest, is if you see someone getting hassled by an officer or something like that, immediately stop mm-hmm. and just watch. Mm-hmm. Because... I'm not going to get it hassled. Like, I've, I've made this joke for a long time. Like, I am a tall, articulate, good-looking white guy. I may not be playing life on easy, but I'm certainly not playing on Iron Man. Right. I, should, I, I have to use that, otherwise I'm a monster. I have to use that to help people or else I'm a monster. So speaking of monsters. Monsters, yes. There we go. <laughs> Smooth, seamless transition is called a segue. So The Last Witch Hunter. Yes. We watched that. It was one of the ones we watched this week. Um, I remember going to the theaters and seeing this because we like Vin Diesel. And first time we saw it, I'm like, that was kind of eh. Mm-hmm. Every time since I've watched this, I have loved it more and more. And it's it's fun. And I I really appreciated it in a lot of ways. A to B plot, Lars. A to B plot for The, the Last Witch Hunter. And, and, and I agree with you that this was, it had the makings of like, it's Vin Diesel in like a magic movie, like oh god. But he's a charming individual. Um, he, you know, he's good in those Fast and the Furious movies. Those are always fun. So I was actually looking forward to this one, and Elizabeth and I watched it last night, and we liked it a lot. And the A to B plot is that Vin Diesel is colder. Am I saying yeah. that right? Colder, yeah. So colder. Um, he's first of all opening with production values of them actually walking through the Arctic tundra. Um, I, I don't know exactly when it is. It's like very, 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 very dark ages. Like, you know, long time ago. 800, it was 800 years ago because he's 800. Mm-hmm. There's this guy and he's they're tracking down a witch that has like killed their village and all this kind of stuff. And it's basically the witch brought on the Black Plague, right? Like that's what... Mm-hmm. Or, or something adjacent. Some, yeah. Some, yeah. And he kills the witch, or he tries to kill the witch, but before he can, she curses him to live. So you're going to live forever. You can't be killed. And then cut to 800 years later, and he's on an airplane. Like, so that was a jarring (laughs) segue. Because there wasn't, like, that that montage of the 800 years and passing. It's just hard cut, present day, there's Vin Diesel. And he's all shaved and and everything. And basically, he, he is... He's like an agent of the church, right? Like he he mm-hmm. he is charged with finding witches and black magic and and killing it and and expunging it from the world. You know, hilarity ensues. His Dolan, which is like his his handler, his church handler, dies. Michael Caine, 
So already this movie felt very different than a lot of the B movies that we watched because yeah. there's Michael Caine. His replacement is Elijah Wood. And it's like, all right, there's some actors in this. This is interesting. <laughs> and he and Elijah Wood and a bartender that they meet who, who's also a witch start trying to track down this mystery. So there's like this murder mystery. There's a magic mystery. There's like the forces of evil are coming back. Um, and he has to defeat them. And there's some twists and turns and, and all that kind of stuff. And I don't know. It was it was very entertaining. I mean, it, it is not going to win any Academy Awards. It was, you know, they had some cheese in it. But it was also like, this is good cheese. This was, yeah. this was fun. This is what an asylum movie with a budget could be. Right? Like, you, like this is this is what you could do with it. See, I got some pretty intense Highlander vibes from it the whole time. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And, I, and what I want to know is... Because I've mentioned this on lots of things, I I want more of this world because it's interesting and it had an interesting art style to it the whole time. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to have seen like a '90s adventure show that was this. <laughs> yeah, like, like a Hercules Legendary Journeys or Highlander the series, like Bris- the Legend of Briscoe County Junior or something like oh, that. Yeah, yeah, where it's it's him going through uh, these things and we have like a flashback to the past and then it's him, which I mean that's you know Highlander, but right. And, and it, it's he's charming, and what I it seems like this movie is was perfectly geared to a fan to have a fandom, mm-hmm. and it never got that, and I don't get it, because like it's got that perfect logo that would be utterly marketable on a hundred different T-shirts and, and tattoos. You know? Oh, the uh, the the sword the and the axe, axe and cross. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's got an interesting worldview, an interesting setup. And I like the, the the smash cuts between like the illusory magic and real life, and he'll come and do things like he'll stop it, like the kid with the the super creepy thing with the kid with the gummy bears. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So this kid find, follow, follows a, a path of gummy bears through the through this like city street because that's another cool thing is that it's specifically urban in New York. I, yeah, in a city. We're going to assume it's New York because all fiction takes place in New York. Right. Because it does. You, you see the Empire State Building at one point. Oh, and, and uh, Central Park at one point. Right. I don't, yeah. But no, this kid follows these gummy bears and he picks them up, picks them up, and there's a gummy bear tree. And he, he's picking them all up, and then Vin Diesel touches his hands, and all the color drains from everything, and they're all rotten crab apples. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, so he's this is a Hansel and Gretel thing. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, there, there, there was that. There was just it was just a lot of neat, neat world building. Man, there's that neat again. Um, there's a lot of, of, of really good world building. To your point, you know, the first time that we're introduced to him as a witch finder, you know, the 800 years later, yeah. we're, we're tr- plopped into a um, plane in the middle of this hellacious storm going on. Mm-hmm. And he, you see him, he, he leans over and he blows on the glass and there's like this image, this rune shows up and it's like, all right, what does that mean? And he starts like searching around and he finds somebody that is magical. And, you know, without any sort of overabundance of stuff, it's just, he knows how to find magic people. There's magic in the world. This obviously meant that there was magic, you know, and, and, and it's yeah. just all these like, you know, like the, there just all these little things that, that he does. Like the, I loved when they go back to Michael Caine's apartment to go go find like what happened and everything looks normal and then there's a spell over it all and when the spell comes off everything is just trashed it's just it's just really you know and there's the the witch's bar so like they serve like love it reminded me very much of the book series that we both liked, um, the Dresden Files. Like I, I pictured that as yeah. that bar that Harry Dresden goes to. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't know. It just it because you 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 like that urban fantasy kind of yeah. vibe, right? Like you know the the fantasy that are it's taking place in a a city, a modern day world. Yeah, because it's it's yeah. I just really like that kind of that that style, uh, that postmodern blending of genre. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of interesting ways you can go with that. Um, mm-hmm. Something I really like is that line of when he's on the plane and he finds the witch and she said, you know, like you're gonna kill him. He's like, no, I'm here to save you. Like, because he goes out of his way to not hurt people as he can. Like, he make, they make a big point of that, that he's only, they don't kill any, they don't, well, they don't really kill any of the witches anymore. They throw him in a prison. Yeah, they lock him up. And, yeah, which, I mean, weird. But it's a, he, he's not actively trying to kill anyone. And, and he also, like, he shows more, more, like, you know, they bring up Salem. And he's like, well, that was a mistake. Was, yeah. And he's just, it's interesting because he's, Vin Diesel is perfect, charming. He's great. I love him in, in everything he's ever done, basically. <laughs> I mean, he, play, then, he plays Vin Diesel in this. There's not, yeah. like, this is not a, you know, a, a really rain, like a depthful character or anything be, like that. To be fair, he plays Vin Diesel in everything. Oh, I'm, I'm right, absolutely, except, except for the Saving Private Ryan. But, you know, he, he does play Vin Diesel in this, but it's like Vin Diesel works in this. But not like gruff, angry Vin Diesel. Like there's, there's the parts with him and Michael Caine where they're joking mm-hmm. and they're laughing and, and it's... I don't know. It was it's strange to me that this didn't take off and spawn something else because this this seems like other movies that have done this worse have gotten sequels. Like those underworld movies, I'm not a, I don't like those movies at all. And there's like did, there's like five of them. Yeah. How did the I kind of like the Huntsman movies. Those were eh. I haven't gotten to those yet. How did though how how was there a sequel made for those and not one of these? Not this. Right. Yeah, I I, just, I think it was probably poor marketing, honestly, because like this, you could have really, I don't know, this just ticked a lot of boxes for me. This was this was mm-hmm. good production values, good music, good special effects. I mean, mm-hmm. the, like there there were good magical effects, a magical world that like had rules and made sense, and it wasn't mm-hmm. like oh, I'm just gonna do this because of magic. Like there were there were things they were like mm-hmm. grounded in in some sort of rules. Right. I like that. A lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 I tend to check out the fantasy movies that just like, well, it was magic, so that's that's why this happened. Some, it, uh, it's a very subtle hand can do that. You know, it's magic, mm-hmm. but I, I, I think I, pre- I don't know if I prefer rule systems, but at least if you try and explain what you're go- what's going to happen, then you, you've done some of the work. But sometimes the hand wavy, oh, a wizard did it, works for me. But I did actually like that this had a, a set of... The, yeah, this ha- a a or a causes b. Right, right. No, I like this one. I, I would definitely recommend this one. I was glad that you picked this after watching what I picked. And we'll let me let me preface this by we watched both. These are both on Tubi. So if you're looking for an additional streaming service, this one's free. They have a lot of things that you can find elsewhere, but they also have some things that you can't find elsewhere, and probably for good reason. Um, Did you okay? This reminds me of, Tubi reminds me of Netflix when it was Netflix Instant, when it came out that first year and a half where there was mm. nothing worth watching on Netflix, mm-hmm. but they would buy up everything we had. Like, we found, uh, we were just going through the other day and found a, um, a movie called Adventures in the Woods, a sexy musical. Mm. And, like, you know, this could be fun. We were expecting puns and low-cut shirts. It was literally a porn with the porn parts, parts cut out. Oh, to the point where Ron Jeremy's in it. Oh, great. Yes. The, and so 
that's the level that that's what you're rolling the dice with with Tubi is sometimes you get the last witch hunter sometimes you get Lancelot guardian of time was that what it was yes I, I, oh. I man I I got to the point where I was like I just don't I don't want to remember this movie but yeah guardian of Lancelot guardian of time 1997 um such a time capsule such like, a time capsule you were right Lucas this is a this is very late 90s I don't know like where this would have was this aired on, on sci-fi i guess probably sci-fi no Pro yeah back before it was s y f y and this this is probably more in the like the planet with like the orbit like the saturn the, planet with the sci-fi logo oh, that's what yeah the best I one missed i missed yeah. that too so this was bad just i'm just gonna come out and say it. this is a bad movie um it was um apparently it's a tv movie yeah um so so many people in this movie took it too seriously. Everybody did. Everybody took, so, and let, let's just list off because I was when I was describing it to you, Lucas. So Beastmaster is Lancelot. Mm -hmm. He is trying to go against Wollencroft, who's the the evil magician played by John Saxon, the dad from Nightmare on Elm Street. His love interest is I believe she was on Babylon 5 yeah she was she was uh, Ivanova on Babylon 5 right and then her brother who like helps through all of this is Styles from Teen Wolf and I don't know if you caught this but when Arthur runs off and he meets those teen punks the lead teen punk was Scott Farkas he was yep yeah. yep <laughs> it's like, yep uh... yep so and now that I'm seeing that it's a TV movie, it, this makes a lot more sense. So, A to B plot is that Arthur has at one point been, wait, is, has Arthur started in the past? Like, past of his past? So, okay, so in time point A, Merlin sends uh, Lancelot and Gawain back 15 years from their timeline, their time zone, to solve a problem. To fight the, the sorcerer Wolvencraft, who has a in, boy, who is a, yeah, who has a boy in timeline in time point B, which is fifteen years prior to A, Wolvencraft sends Lancelot and the boy into nineteen ninety seven. Right, hijinks ensue. Hijinks ensue. Yes, <laughs> there's a there's a bad CGI T Rex skeleton. There are what appear to be PlayStation 1 cutscenes of castles mm -hmm. and a horse rides on a beach. And, and then Lancelot fights a sword by itself. Yeah. Like a floating sword. The thing is, eh, this is... This was not the worst thing I've ever seen. Oh man, this was a slog for me. I just, I just, uh, I didn't, I didn't I care. Didn't, I didn't enjoy it, but I'm just thinking like, well, this wasn't, this wasn't Deathstalker. No, it wasn't Deathstalker. You're right. <laughs> You're right. It was, but it was just like, blech, like, yeah. whatever. Like, you know, why did these people even get dressed up in costumes for this? You know, why, like, mm -hmm. Lance, you know, Beastmaster puts on a Lancelot costume for a lot of it. It's like, why did you even try? Why? Because this movie just was terrible, and I had said to you, I think that there's missing scenes in this, and what it I actually think, like there are things that are cut out, like there are things that they reference, like, you know, so a scene will happen, and then something else will happen, and then, like, it'll go to, like, the bad guys, and they'll reference something, like, there was, there was a point where, you know, Lancelot comes back, he's at a park, and then, like, the next scene, the bad guy's henchman is reporting back to the bad guy, and the bad guy's like, well, did you did you show him the newspaper? Yes, I did. Well, we didn't see him do that. So that must have been cut out, like, during a commercial no, or well, something. He no, he hands him that, that, that clipping he hands him. Like, there are bits. The newspaper one, he does hand him a, a okay, bit of newspaper. Okay, okay. I know. But she talks about, at one point, like, you know, we talked about my book. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. 
Right. Yeah, the, it, it felt very disjointed, and it felt like there's a lot of things that were missing throughout the whole thing. Basically, Lancelot has to stop Arthur, who, who that's the boy. He has to stop him from pulling the sword out of the stone in this time period, because if he does that, then it will negate history, and Wollencraft will have won, and blah, 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 blah. It just, I mean, it, it was, like, the special effects were awful. It was so 90s. It was, like, just, just awful. And and, and I think probably what made Time Cop has better time travel rules. Time Cop has better time travel rules. And Time Cop has better acting. People actually, I don't know, it was yeah. funny to me, like, these people, like, how, why, you were taking it way too seriously. So, something, like. <laughs> you were taking this way too seriously. Yeah, like, Wolvencraft, the guy who plays him. We were th- commenting, he's too friendly looking for, they want him to be evil, and he's just, he looks like your friendly grandpa. And then you've got Merlin, who doesn't say anything and just uses his eyebrows to emote anytime right. you see him on screen. Yeah. Which is few and far between. Yeah. Yeah, just terrible sword fighting. Oh, man, I'm yawning just thinking about it. Yeah, it was just, <laughs> this was a this was a dud. It, it was really, yeah. like, and, and again, we one of those worst kind of movies where it wasn't it wasn't bad enough where I was laughing at it. It was just like this is okay. this is just I'm I'm yeah yeah I don't know. Oh. Obviously, Beastmaster just you know yeah just ended his his reign at, at Beastmaster, and then after that, it was just a slow and steady decline. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had like really weird long hair, but yeah, this one was just uh, if you're I, I would recommend looking into Tubi if you've already gone through Netflix, and a lot of us have. Um, look into Tubi; it's free. There's some interesting things on there. Um, yep. Avoid this one. Car- yeah, all of those weird cartoons that only you remember are they're on, on Tubi. Tubi. Right now. Yeah, they're on Tubi. <laughs> Let's start with the easy one, which I think is... Let's start with the, the worst one, actually. Yeah, because that's probably going to be easier. Like you said, it's not it's not Deathstalker bad. I think Babes with Blades was better. <laughs> Babes with Blades actually had real costumes and like had a, a, a magical world in it. <laughs> yeah, this this was, it. hey, we, we got a castle set for a day and the rest of it will just shoot in L.A. Yeah. It was, it was the Masters of the Universe conundrum where... How can we make a He-Man movie on the cheap? Well, we'll show Eternia for a little bit, and then we'll just go back to L.A. Yeah. So, yes, better than Babes with Blades. Uh, Wizards of the Lost Kingdom. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't even remember what happened in that one. That was the weird, soft Death Stalker sequel. I <laughs> See, I, at least I laughed in that one. Yeah, I would go with... Yeah, I think it's pr- Wizards is probably better, and then we'll guess what we're up against now. Deathstalker. Deathstalker. So it would go in between those. Yes. Okay. Last Witch Hunter. What's your your ceiling for that? What's what is it definitely not better than? It's definitely better than Twilight. Yes. I think it's better than Inkheart. Th- it's definitely better than Cast a Deadly Spell. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, that's the same it's the same kind of genre as Deadly Spell, but and... But it did it but it but it did it better. But I think this one did that better. I would mm-hmm. not put it better than Neverending Story. I think I would agree. What was your floor? My, I think it's better is actually, I do think it's better than NeverEnding Story because it's enjoyable. Like, mm. I didn't get the, NeverEnding Story, I didn't get it. Like, Yeah, it was, I don't get it, I don't get it. And then. I don't get the, the appeal. No. And then, and then Dead Man's Chest, I mean, I think Dead Man's Chest is far more entertaining. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so right there, I think. Okay, so in between Dead Man's Chest and NeverEnding Story. I can get behind that, cool. that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So where can they find us, Lars, on the internet? They can find us on Twitter at Sword in Boardcast. 
They can find us on Instagram and a wide variety of different podcast sites such as Podbean and Apple Podcasts and Stitcher and uh, can we are we on Spotify yet? Yeah, we are on Spotify. Great and wonderful. What else you got? Our uh, theme music is produced by Ryan Boyd. You can find them at Ryan Boyd on Twitter. Wes Forbus does our icons and artwork. Everyone, stay safe out there. Please, for the love of God, still wear a mask. Tip your delivery drivers. uh, And uh, stay safe. Stay safe, everybody. Thanks. All right. Bye.